So who exactly canceled 2020? Because I've been seeing a lot of memes lately with that, you know, 2020 is canceled heading. And with everything that's been going on in the country and in the world, it might seem like 2020 has been put on pause. But honestly, did it really? I mean, is it going to be 2020 again next year? Or are we going to get into 2021 and realize, oh crap, 2020 did actually happen. It came and it passed and we didn't do anything about it. Well, I'm here to tell you that you do, in fact, have a choice. 2020 doesn't have to be canceled if you don't want it to be. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to uncancel 2020 so we can build and then thrive in 2021 and beyond. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast, where you'll develop the mindset and skills to create a life of total abundance. From business and wealth to love and sex, discover what it takes to live a life of freedom on your terms. And now, your host, Coach George Wang. Welcome to another episode of the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast. I'm your host here, Coach George Wang. And the release date of today's episode is going to be Monday, June 15th, 2020. And the reason I've been dating this podcast and previous podcasts is that for the past few months, we're in a very unique time in history. And for anyone who might be listening to this podcast sometime in the future, I just wanted there to be a reference point to go off of. So maybe if you are listening to this in the future, you can look into the history books and check out what's been going on and understand how this all ended up playing out. Because as of this recording, again, which is happening the week before June 15th, there's just been a lot of shit going on in the United States and in the world. Now, if you're listening to this on launch day or launch week, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We've been dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic for the past several months now with varying degrees of, of containment. Some of us have been sheltered in place and locked down. Some of us have had to close our businesses. And now, even more recently here in the U.S., we've had another major event happen, which is the death of George Floyd in what appears to be a very racially motivated and overuse of police force, which has led to protests to try and help end the systemic racism that's going on here in our country. The The great thing is if, if this really, if this event really changes the way we police our cities and our states, then at the very least, his death would not have been in vain. And perhaps we can take a few more steps in the direction of a fully unified, open, one-loving country. The death of George Floyd also has a bit of a dark side to it. Because within the protests, there have been a very small pocket of people. And I mean tiny. I believe that the majority of protesters and people fighting for peace and justice are very good people who are just angry at the system, angry at the police brutality, angry at the systemic racism, and want real change. 
and therefore they're choosing to peacefully march and protest for that change, which is an absolute, beautiful, incredible thing. A very, very, very small amount of people, again, very, very small amount of people, have used this as an opportunity to loot, to rob, and to steal from innocent small business owners. And if you're a small business owner who's been affected, I know that it fucking sucks. Like there's there's nothing there's no amount of empathy, sympathy that can that can spread out to you that 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 can can deal with the devastation. And I empathize with you as even my own office, which has not been looted, but has been boarded up for a week and no business has basically been conducted inside the entire building. At the same time, it's important, I think at least, to remember that this is just a very small subset of people, very, very small, who are taking a horrific tragedy and turning it in to an opportunity to create chaos and to profit from this at the expense of the innocent. And because of all these things that have been going on with COVID and these protests and these riots, I see all these memes that are starting to show up on all social media platforms with titles like 2020 is canceled. And that's what I would like to address today. Let's question that. Is 2020 canceled? And I know it's metaphorical, but my question is, how are you behaving? Are you behaving and acting like 2020 is canceled? Are you waiting and praying for something to change? Or are you taking this time to find new opportunities for growth, for challenge, and for development? So what I want to talk about in a moment are three types of situations that I've noticed that most people are in, at least the people that I've come across. So the first group are the people who are legitimately actually acting like 2020 is canceled, right? So I call group number one the 2020 is canceled group. And, you know, I know a lot of people who've businesses have basically come to a complete halt. You know, tattoo shop owners, gym owners, salon owners, even some e-commerce companies have had to massively shrink because of the supply chain issues that have been happening because of COVID. And there are a lot of people who lost their jobs because of this also and are collecting unemployment. And to be honest, are quite comfortable with it because some of these people I know in cities that I used to live in are collecting more from unemployment than they were when they were actually working. So this group that is acting like 2020 is actually canceled, they're acting in one of two ways is what I'm finding. So one is they're either acting like they're on vacation, kind of just hanging back and waiting until they get back to reality, right? Or... Number two, people in this group are acting in a complete panicked frenzy, doing all this weird shit that has nothing to do with them or their careers, their businesses, or even their passions. I mean, they're jumping into things that are completely different industries and things that they actually don't really care about just to try and make a buck to get by these days. Now, let, let me say that that's it's different if 
you know, for instance, you already had a major career change you wanted to go after, or you have some passionate business idea that you wanted to try, and you're using this time period to try to jump into that new business or change into that new, new career. And that, that's not what I'm talking about uh, uh, in this particular situation. What I'm talking about is the type of person that's literally trying something completely that has nothing to do with them. They don't care at all about just to make some quick cash with the thought process of once this is over, I'm just going to dump this away and then go back to my old business. In other words, go back to reality. And I I fully understand the need to make money today. I, I totally understand that. We the way our world works is that we need money to survive, right? Money is not the most important thing in the world. I fully understand that. But for the things that money is used for, there are very few replacements. So with that in mind, I understand this need to make money immediately. But most of the time, if we're trying to do this, in an industry that we have no passion for or no understanding in, and we're trying to do it in a retracted economy, that's not going to lead toward success. And here's the issue with this, okay? And by the way, I could be completely wrong. Let me let me say that. I could be completely wrong. But I don't think that whatever these people are taking a vacation from is actually going to be there when they get back at least not anytime soon and most likely not in the same way that it was before. Vaccines or any type of treatment is still probably a pretty far way off. And so I believe at least that we're going to have to adjust as a society to living in a socially distanced world, at least for the foreseeable future. So this first group of 2020 is canceled is a very scary place to be. Just waiting around, waiting to get back from vacation, only to come back to a world that doesn't even exist anymore. And now they're unprepared for how the world has changed. And then they have to play catch up. And that's going to most likely affect how they're going to be able to support themselves in the immediate future and then probably for many, many years for them to come back and fully bounce back from this. So my only thing here is don't be in this group. Very simple, right? Don't be in the mindset of 2020 is canceled. Fuck it. Let's just go on vacation. Then there's the second group. So group two of three This group actually comprises a lot of people who work in technology, online businesses, or or other functions or or jobs where working from home is very possible. They're acting like 2020 is the same as 2019. So I call them the 2020 is the same group. Number one, I think I should get total kudos and total points for my very creative use of naming here, right? But, but... They're, they're acting this way, meaning they're doing nothing to adjust to the changing times, ju- you know, adjusting to the new challenges. Now, they're better off than the canceled group because they at least can keep producing economically during this time, although some may be doing less sales. But in general, it's business as usual. This is okay. 
except the one thing they have in common with the cancel group is that they also think that things will just come back to normal. And when I say normal, I mean the old 2019 normal, not the new normal that's coming ahead. And because of that, they're just going about their day to day as if nothing has really happened. Yes, they maybe wear masks when they go outside, but in general, they're not doing anything that much different from what they used to. So I have some friends who are still employed in Las Vegas at restaurants or in nightlife that actually haven't been open for months, meaning the restaurants have not been open and they're still not open today as Las Vegas has been reopening, yet they've still been employed this entire time. So they've been part of this second group. The 2020 is the same group, except they're not working. So they're just kind of hanging out. It's almost like they're on vacation also. And I'm not actually sure if they've thought about why they're still on payroll. I have a very very high suspicion. Again, I could be wrong, but I have a very high suspicion that their employers got the PPP loans, which for those of you who are not familiar, that's the payment protection program, which says that, you know, if you get a loan from the government or from a bank that's going to be funded by the government and you keep people on payroll, then that loan is forgiven and you don't have to pay it back. And Because of that, having to keep their employees on payroll to qualify for the loan forgiveness and not pay back the loan, I believe, at least I think, that that might be a real big reason why some of these people are still employed in industries and businesses that are not even open. If you think about it, it doesn't make logical sense. Why is someone still employed at a business that is not open? So essentially, their jobs are just being propped up by government funding. But what happens at the end of the 24-week period when the employers are allowed to release those same employees without the consequence of paying back the loan? What happens then? If you're in this group, whether you still have your job or you're still getting paid to not do your job, Count your blessings because you still have some income coming in. This is this is a place where a lot of people right now, in the United States at least, are not as lucky as you. So count your blessings, but keep your eyes open and your ears very, very attuned because there are always new opportunities around you and look for them, hear them, find them, new opportunities for growth. Not necessarily a career change, a business change, or anything like that, although it could be, but there are other areas of opportunity, some area of opportunity where you can grow, which we're going to go into a little bit more depth into as we get into the third group. Now, the third group is the one that is deciding to take 2020 and capitalize on it. I call this group the making 2020 my bitch group. And I use this as the name of this group and also as a dedication to my friend, Natalia. Now you can find her on Instagram at Natalia Health Coach. Her name is spelled N-A-T-H-A-L-I. So at Natalia Health Coach on Instagram. I also had her on episode five of this podcast. So if you want to go back and check out that episode, you can. 
And in that episode, I asked her what her goals were moving forward into 2020, because at the time she was working as an accountant and building her coaching business kind of on the side. And she said that 2020, her goal was to make 2020 her bitch, which is why I decided to call this group of people that name. And let's go deeper into her story for a moment. 2020 starts off pretty similar to how 2020 ended. She was going about her day job as an accountant, coming home at night to work on her business, and at the same time, taking care of her family. Then, sometime after COVID hit the U.S. hard, she was laid off like many, many other people. She lost her job along with the main source of her income. So what did she do? Did she join Group 1? collect an unemployment check and just say, fuck it, 2020 is canceled? Nope. She obviously isn't in group two either. The 2020 is the same group because she lost her main source of income. What she did was she chose, she made a choice, a decision, right? The definition of decision is to cut off from all other options. She made that decision to stick to her original goal of making 2020 her bitch. And that's what she did. Without her day job and needing to go there from 9 to 5 every day, she went to work on her business full-time 100%. And the most beautiful thing that I saw her post one day is she was basically crying on her Instagram feed, tears of joy and pride, because she was so excited that since she lost her job, and went to work full-time on her business, she has now, in a few short months, replaced half of the income already that she was making from her job. That's incredible, okay? And now, before I get to the naysayers who are asking, well, that's only half of the money. How is she going to get the other half? Check it out. No one said she was done, right? (laughs) And... Half of her full-time income, first of all, is infinity times more than those who are making zero of their full-time income and doing nothing about it. And the best part is she is now working on her business full-time and her career that fuels her passion, the thing that she loves to do. And this is only the start. She's halfway, and I fully expect that she's going to entirely replace her full-time income in the next few months, and probably go way, way, way beyond that. And I tell this story because she's such a great example and such a great inspiration of someone who is twenty making, or sorry, who is taking twenty twenty and making it their bitch. This group, this is the group that isn't laying down. This is the group that's fighting. This is you. These are the freedom fighters, those who are willing to find new ways, new thoughts, and new ideas to make 2020 their bitch, and setting themselves up, setting yourself up to make 2020 and beyond the greatest years of your life. So maybe you find yourself initially in group one or group two. If you're in group one, and you've lost a job or business had to close, 
or anything like that, find some ways that you can still serve people, still serve someone at least that lies in your zone of passion and expertise. Being in your zone of expertise will prepare you to thrive in the coming years. Because let, let, let's say you're a coach and you decide to start making masks and selling those on Etsy so you can make a few bucks here and there and kind of like, you know, survive and needle your way through the, the, the next year or so. Like, what the fuck is that going to do for your long-term career? How much money do you really... And first of all, how much money do you really think someone's going to make off of masks being sold on Etsy? Like, maybe it's a lot. Maybe I honestly don't know. But it has nothing to do with their business and their passion. And when things fully reopen, now this person, when they go back to their business, is going to be way farther behind because they're starting from square one after doing something like selling masks. And I only use this example because I've noticed a lot of people, regardless of the industry that, that they're, they're leaving, have been selling masks. So you have to remember, too, the market is inflated and filled with mask producers, right? So... Let's say instead you stayed in your zone of expertise, your zone of passion. And yes, maybe you make some less money than before, but you're still making more than zero. And remember, anything above zero is an infinite percentage more. So if you're something like a one-on-one coach, consider doing something like group coaching at a lower price point so more people can get in, right? If you're a salon owner or a tattoo artist or tattoo parlor owner, any of those type of businesses that provide a specialized service, why not teach others how to do this service? You can create a relatively simple course. There's a lot of platforms out there you can use and teach people, right? Because there are a lot of people out there who are looking to follow their own passions and get into a business that they like and that they love but they never learned how, and maybe you have the expertise to teach them how. Now, if you lost your job, then maybe now is the time to learn from one of these people, right? Let's say you're not a business owner that lost your business, but you're, you're someone who lost your job, but you want to learn how to be a tattoo artist or a hairstylist or a real estate agent or whatever you really have passion for. Now is the perfect time to go out and learn these skills and start implementing them. Now, if you find yourself in group number two, the 2020 is the same group, again, count your blessings. And at the same time, look out for those opportunities coming ahead. Is it in the financial markets where you think you might be able to invest in a certain way that could help you weather this storm in the future better? Is it something in the real estate markets? Do you have a side business that you always wanted to start? Well, guess what? You're probably not commuting to work every day like you were before. So why not take that exact same amount of time and do something to learn about the new opportunity that you have in front of you? In the end, my hope is that if you're listening to this, you'll join us in group number three if you're not there already and begin to make 2020 your bitch. I invite you on this journey with us, and I'd love to hear how you're doing this. How are you making 2020 your bitch? So share an IG story and tag me at Coach George Wang or send me a DM and tell me 
on Instagram, I mean, and tell me how you've been doing this. You know, I, I, again, I always love hearing these stories of accomplishment, you know, of dealing with these issues, dealing with your struggles and dealing with your challenges and overcoming. We've been talking a lot the past few weeks about how to deal with COVID and everything that the world has been enduring. But one thing that is always for certain is that no matter what is going on in the outside world, we always have 100% control of our inner world. So when you take control of your inner world, how you react, how you adjust to taking to changing conditions, when you take responsibility for your own results and make the decision to turn 2020 and make 2020 your bitch, then you are fully living a life of freedom on your terms. Thank you so much for listening today. If you haven't subscribed yet, please hit the subscribe button now on whatever podcast player you're listening to. And again, we'll be back next Monday with a new episode. Until then, take care and go make 2020 your bitch.